You're listening to the Counting Lights Podcast with Chris Germany and Dan Danzy. Counting Lights Podcast, where comedy and wrestling lock up. And we're back with the Counting Lights Podcast. What's going on, Dan? Hello, Chris. Dan's, Dan's got a new puppy. Uh, puppy's joining us for the podcast. Be careful. She she has a problem with racial slurs. She <laughs> she likes to bust them out. Yeah, you know. Uh, we've been we've been off for a week. Uh, it was a very stressful time in my life last weekend. Uh, uh, I go through this this where I get too stressed out and my anxiety just like fucking keeps me up. And uh, and now with this new puppy and then a, a butthead seventy pound whatever Ralphie is, I'm up all hours of the night. So this morning I was just like, I oh, know I'm I gotta do the podcast. Dan's not having any kids, so this is oh no, these me. are my kids right here. Yeah, I mean Ralphie's dropped out of high school. He's <laughs> smoking pot. With he's, the... he's selling weed. Yeah, and then well, at least uh, you got a hookup. Well, then I rescued Sally. You know, she was a heroin addict, right? Mm. Like this little, <laughs> little eight-week-old dog. Dan, Dan's the only one that uh, uh, fucking adopting <laughs> addicted dogs. When they have drug addict dogs, they call Danzy. <laughs> they call... Uh, uh, anyways, uh, thanks to everybody who came out to the Asin Improv for Reggie French and Friends. What a fun show that was, as I told the, Chris the details of that. Um... <laughs> Yeah, thank you uh, to everybody because we haven't uh, we haven't done an episode since uh, I did my uh, and friends with Chris Garner, mm-hmm. and uh, that was good. We had a good uh, turnout there. We had uh, we we packed the place. Really. Yeah, actually, we had we had a really good turnout, and uh, was with a great group of comics. And uh, so, thank you to everybody that came out and supported us for uh, the improv and, and tickets tickets for March fourths. Counting Lights Comedy Show are on sale now at oakhighlandsbrewery.com. Get your tickets now. We're going to have headliner Jerry Wayne Longmire. We're going to have Danny B. We're going to have Christy Nova. This puppy just farted. It really stinks. Uh, we're also going to have Brian Pierce and, uh, and maybe a guest or two. I don't know. I don't know. Chris and I are going to do comedy, but we're not guests. Just come out and see us. We're intruders. You can get uh, tickets at oakcollinsbury.com, and uh, I just got booked for another Addison uh, showcase on St. Patty's Day. Well, I won't be there, because I don't believe in that holiday. Uh, that's, uh, well, I'll, I don't like I'll holidays. make it up for you. I don't like holidays it where it's like... around alcoholism? Well, yeah, because it's like, <laughs> hey, everybody, let's drink poison, and I just think it's... <laughs> I don't think it's a progressive thing for society. Oh. It's gonna be get shit house hammered and you know create some awkward situation with you and your friends. Yeah, fuck Dan, come out and see me on us. <laughs> I don't, I don't do St. Patrick's Day. I don't, I don't like being out. The traffic, all, right. all the drunk drivers. It should be good. Oh, you have coffee? I want coffee. I got coffee. Oh man, I, I want got coffee. I want coffee. I kind of want to stop the episode now, but it's fine. She's farting. I'm gonna go put her back. Okay. <laughs> in the kennel. Go and, for it. No, no, no. Um. Here, just plug some more stuff, and I'll be okay. right back. Yeah, so come see me. Uh, that would be that will be uh, March seventeenth, March seventeenth at um, at the Improv in Addison, Texas. And uh, if you need tickets, uh, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, direct message me on Facebook, and I will uh, do my best to get you on the. The guest list, uh, we've got uh, quite a uh, 
great group of comics. We got uh, Liz Splat, uh, Carrie Smith. Um, we've got uh, Matt McElhone to be on the. I'm the only one that's not that doesn't have an Irish name. Tom Murphy will be there. It'll be a great turnout. We'll have a lot of fun. Brett O'Brien. How did you get on a St. Patrick's Day show? Your last name is fucking <laughs> German. I know, but I'm literally... Uh, is Germany Irish? No, it's fucking well, not. Ac- according to uh, according to 23andMe and my blood alcohol level, I am uh, 57% Irish. <laughs> well, I can't argue on the blood alcohol level, but I'm pretty sure... I'm drinking sure coffee right now. I've got, a, I've got a function I have to go to later. I'm pretty sure that... The last name Germany is not Italian, uh, and that, uh, not Italian, whatever, Irish, <laughs> whatever. You know what? Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's there Day. There you go. You'll see Samoans. There you go. You'll see Samoans fucking drinking on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, we don't have any Samoans on the show, but that would be a good turnout. But uh, regardless, come and see us at Oak Island's Brewery on the uh, 4th of March, and get your tickets quick. Yep, yep. Because we think they're going to sell out. If you do not know uh, Jerry uh, Jerry Wayne Longmire, go check him out. Check him. You can check him out on TikTok. You can check him out uh, on YouTube. And uh, he is a hilarious human being. Mm-hmm. He's very funny. It's going to be a really We're lucky good to have him. I was looking at his TikTok, and he's got a – he started a, a – a TikTok video about like bosses at a construction yeah, site. Yeah, he's like a boss at a construction yeah, site. Yeah, it's really it's, taken off. It's like yeah. a million views. It's million every views. little, every little. And you can check out some of his, uh, some of his actual uh, stand up on the TikTok. Too. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, on my TikTok, I'm arguing with people and making fun of people, and I just lurk on my TikTok. You just, I mean, yeah. Don't don't tell people what you lurk at. You. <laughs> perverted son of a bitch whatever it's, it's an algorithm man i have no control over it yeah you do no, you no. do with every heart that you hit <laughs> i don't do that you don't do that not really you know I what mean, they if it's do something though really really uh if i think it's really funny I'll... no they they clock in the amount of time you spend watching the girls Ooh. dancing well then i'm fucked which but... i think is not to make fun of girls or whatever that but joke it's just went like over actually really well <laughs> <laughs> The, the yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. But not to make fun of girls or anything. But no, just, man, fucking. I, I, that's what I said. Uh, I just, I wish. I, I don't could, know why they're dancing, but I appreciate. it. I wish I could dance and people would like it, but I can't dance. I'm just jealous. I can dance, but it's hilarious. You really? You can dance. Listen, the fat guy dancing is funny. Okay. What can we do? A counting lights soiree. What the fuck where, does that mean? A soiree. We, 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 it's a, it's a <laughs> Say classy it Say it again, soiree. Dan. Where it's, it, it's a classy event, you know, dresses, suits, and hmm. shit. Hmm. Uh, like, a, like a cotillion? Yeah, yeah. And then we do some dancing out on a dance floor. Hmm. It'd be completely opposite yeah, of what we do. Dan, been a long time. I mean, you'd have to groom your beard. Yeah. I don't know what, what's going on with your beard today. I don't either. It looks scruffy. I took a nap on it. How do you take it? Did you, so you just sleep face down? Yeah, it's the, it's the uh, probably. <laughs> just sleep face down and no, not give a man. fuck? I'm sorry. I thought I was under control. It's 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 a little bit scruffy today. Uh, so do we want to talk comedy or do we want to talk? Well, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, I don't. Well, they brought back fucking Goldberg again. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm telling you, man. You could have one more match. Go to match. the well, man. Go to the you well. You could have one more match, Chris, because Goldberg's fucking doing it. 
You and yeah, Goldberg you know, are the listen, same age. I'll be honest with you. I have other ways to make money, and so I don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think Goldberg probably has to do it because he needs that, or he wants that cash. You know, I mean, when I don't they know, fucking man. flash I just that saw money, him. I just saw him in the longest yard with that Adam Sandler. God, that was fucking two thousand five. I mean, I'm sure he kept all the money he made off mm-hmm. of that. I'm sure he did. Kevin Nash didn't. But you know, <laughs> listen, if they offered the kind of money that they offered to Goldberg, yeah, I'd get in shape and fucking wrestle but they're mm-hmm. not gonna do that i'm just saying uh, and uh so they had to move raw to the sci-fi channel because the olympics uh-huh and i did not know that yeah yeah and it did a That's... record low <laughs> those wwe faithful a record low of i think it was like 1.3 million Jesus. 1.6 million with their lowest demographic of the year AEW on Wednesday, TNT, of course, beat there's, them. There's, there's podcasts getting 10 times that for per episode. Yeah, yeah. Like Joe Rogan's, right. for example. Yeah. I want to know how you feel about that, by the okay. way. Okay. Ask, ask me let's take, it, let's take a break from, from uh, the wrestling thing. From wrestling. Joe Rogan having to delete 70 episodes for use of the N word. Hmm. Now, two or three, okay, maybe it slipped. But 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 seventy. Listen, I've I've been a Joe Rogan fan almost from the start because mm-hmm. uh, I, the for the folks that don't know, uh, my regular nine to five gig is I'm a trucker, and so uh, you know I'm on the road all the time, and uh, I do have some downtime when I'm in the truck driving, and so sure. Um, I used to be a huge Howard Stern fan, and I mean just huge. It's one of the things that. Uh, got me into radio, uh, you know, back in the uh, early 2000s. And, uh, and, and uh, he used to just be a huge fan. And he became so droll and uh, unfunny at, at some point uh, when he had uh, Marcy take over his uh, entire uh, office work. Okay. And he became so um, left, like, like strong leaning, like left wing, hardcore, like, you know, it just, it's just like, I needed well, I an think, alternative. Well, and one, I'm not saying, listen, well, one, I, let's, 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 let's be, be honest. fair. Let's I, be fair. I'm middle of the road. He's never liked Donald Trump going back to when Donald yeah, but he Trump had him was, on the show all the time. I mean, yeah. Cause Donald Trump was doing the apprentice right. and, and, and all that. Stuff. And he's funny. And that's the and business. Let's, let's be honest with you. That is maybe, show business. Maybe, not, maybe won't go down as the, uh, the best president we've ever had, but he'll definitely go down as one of the most fucking entertaining fucking presidents. I mean, he was he was no Taft, sir. No, um, no Taft. So I don't think people understand. He was no Garfield, right? So when when someone shows when someone does a talk show, when whether it's Jimmy Fallon or Howard Stern, the people representing that guest. I uh, uh, got had an agreement with that show for that person to be on, sure, whether it's right. a promotional deal. Yeah, and a lot of wrestlers have been on that show. Oh, so, yeah. you know, he wasn't choosy about the individuals he's so, had on the show. And, and Howard that. Stern, for you know, as far as you want to take this word, is a professional. And he'll have somebody he doesn't like on his show. Listen, I, I really, really, res- I, res- I respect Howard and what he's done for the radio industry and all the... Uh, you know, uh, all the things that he had to go through to, uh, for, for, uh, you know, all the free women speech, he had to free, demoralize yeah, all the butt bongo stuff. But that's also but, a point to add to this Joe Rogan thing. Joe Rogan's not the first one to have this controversy. Yeah. And, and so when I found, 
when I, when people started talking about podcasts and I just said, you know, it was kind of a little bit of a punchline, you know, where they're like, Oh, you don't do real radio. You're a podcaster. Mm-hmm. So with those real radio guys, not knowing that their industry had, was fucking dying. No idea that terrestrial radio was dying on it's the like, line. It's like the dinosaurs making fun of other dinosaurs for ducking in cover <laughs> while the meteors fucking coming. And, I was, you know, I was an early adopter of the satellite radio craze, yeah. and uh, because once again I'm on the road all the time, so um, a huge Howard Stern fan. But I just needed something with a little bit different palette, and mm-hmm. you know that free form uh, thing that podcasters are doing, where they don't come prepared and they That's don't us. over-prepare. That's yeah. us. No. And, and it, you know, it felt like a com- more of a conversation. And uh, so I was I was an early adopter of the podcast craze. I would say probably not really, really early, but I would say probably 2012. Okay. I started <laughs> listening to uh, uh, what really turned me on is I was a big fan of uh, the, the radio show uh, for um, – that was on Howard's one of Howard's stations, uh, which was um, who's that redheaded comedian that uh, that uh, used to come to the hyenas all the time? Um, God, what is his name? Um, uh, um, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. Oh, okay. Greg Fitzsimmons. Okay. So you I said used, redheaded comedian, and then well, like eight, bald now. eighteen fucking people yeah. were popping into my head. So anyway, um, so I was a big fan of his. And, uh, but, and he started going on these other podcasts. And so I, when he would go on another podcast, I would listen to that podcast. Well, that's how I got turned on to Joe Rogan is that Greg Fitzsimmons was on Joe Rogan's podcast. And so I listened to that podcast. So I started listening to Joe Rogan and I've listened for so long now that, well, I guess what it's been over 10 years that I've been listening to podcasts and I've never heard him use that word hmm well he did though because there were 70 70 episodes there were 70 episodes where you didn't hear it (laughs) well so my experience with joe rogan was news radio Mm. tv show news radio with andy dick phil hartman very very funny and him if you haven't seen news radio yeah it's great it's a terrific uh, still holds up really really good it does still hold up um but you know like uh when i was starting comedy i think the the big thing that Joe Rogan did, as far as the comedy world was concerned, was the video where he called out Carlos Mencia for stealing right. his jokes. I think that's what really kind of put him on this juggernaut of being somebody that stood up for sure, sure I mean, as as being as being a stand up comic. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. In like, the, in the people comedy did know, world. Him, know him from news radio. Yeah, and, and he was actually on Howard. A couple times. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, Opie and Anthony. Right. And stuff like that. And I knew he had a podcast, but like back in the mid-2000s, when podcasts were like really just like started happening, the big thing was YouTube. The big thing right. was video you would watch on the on internet. Video, right. Yeah, everybody was doing some tumor. And back then, that when YouTube used to be music videos and like shit you'd see on America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, like jackass, jackass. Yeah, like jackass right. shit. Right. Yeah, that's how old I am. I'm saying America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> right. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. We're yes. gonna get to his okay, cause good. of death because yes. that's a mind. That's fuck. crazy. Um. So Joe Rogan just never hit my radar, and I, you know, I saw his podcast coming up. I'm not against him. Well, I'm a meathead too, and he talks about meathead shit too. Sure. I'm not. I'm not against him. 
I'm not. I'm also not against Neil Young wanting to take his shit off or anything. But here's here's okay. Get to here's what I think is stupid. You wouldn't stop. Like, let's say this is the early 90s. Okay. You wouldn't just stop listening to the radio completely just because Rush Limbaugh was on an AM station. Right. So why would you delete your Spotify just because Joe Rogan's on it? It doesn't make any sense. It's this... Meanwhile, like, you know, Brian Kendrick gets in trouble for some shit. Like, everybody's getting in trouble for some shit, right? right? Well, it's because this, this, this shit is not done yet. Well, this uh, cancel culture is not fucking. Yeah, but there done needs yet. to be like some. St- Here's what I'm saying. So with Brian Kendrick, I'm not defending what he I said. I don't know who that is. Brian Kendrick uh, was spanky in the Independence. Uh, he looks almost exactly like me. I trained that kid. You did. You yeah. trained Spanky. I helped train that. Kid. You helped train him. So he'll he's, tell you. He kid he, and I were the ones that helped. Got him like kind of got. So, him. Yeah. Fact, holy shit. Hold on. Hold on. I'm the one that gave him the Spanky name no shit yeah we should call him up because uh he uh he did this rap thing he would do this rap thing and he was good yeah and so um ryan kendrick spanky looks looks like me has the far set eyes yeah and he lives in california and he runs a training camp so he was he was trained i mean he he started with uh brian danielson at the Shawn michaels wrestling school after he trained with us Gotcha. After he trained with us. Okay, so you had him in the... NW, he was fre- fresh the in the business, had never green. taken a bump before. Yeah. We taught him how to do take a bump and the kind of psych- psychology no of the wrestling shit. business. And then, but he was smart enough to know, hey, probably not going to get anywhere working for the small organization. I need to go somewhere where people are going to see me and kind of have some pull in the business. So what he did was he was still working some independents, and we worked him at NWA Southwest. Okay. He was, he was, he had, he, you know, there's some people that get it pretty quick and then there's some people that it, it might take three years for them to really get it. Okay. So to really, for it to click the psychology of what the wrestling business is and they need to go out there and, and maybe do jobs or, or work small independent, uh, spot shows to kind of get it. He was a kid that kind of wasn't entertain like he kind of fashioned himself an entertainer from the beginning. I mean, charismatic as all hell. And uh, so, yeah, he mentioned Kittenline's name on Steve Austin's podcast. No shit! Yeah, that's how Steve... Well, he's not going to be on Steve Austin's podcast anytime soon. Uh-oh, what'd he do? So, in what was supposed to be like a big week for him, right? He got his release from WWE. He was a producer. Yeah, he was... Uh, he, he They had brought him in... For the Cruiserweight For the division. Cruiserweight titles, yeah. Well, he had worked himself up to producer, signed a new contract as producer. Mm-hmm. Then he wanted to go. Okay. Because who doesn't want to leave that fucking company? Right, because everybody that goes there and gets you a show, contract wants you sh- to leave. You show up to the Royal Rumble and... Sh- <laughs> you, sh- you show up to the Royal Rumble thinking you're going to have a good spot and it's uh, just like, wait, I'm going to get punched by Shane McMahon over right, and over again? right. So he wanted to leave. Well, because he was under a producer contract, he didn't have a no-compete clause. So as soon, as gotcha. soon as he was released, Tony Khan got on the phone with him and announced on a Monday or Tuesday that Brian Kendrick and John Moxley are going to fucking face each other at Dynamite. Okay. Sends the world on fire, every myself included. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be awesome. Brian Kendrick and AEW. That is so great. Then 30 minutes before the fucking show. What happened? Someone put up a 2011 interview that Brian Kendrick did 
And I'm not defending what on, he said. On a podcast or what? On one of those YouTube video okay. shows. One of those old YouTube. Where Brian Kendrick. Was it like a shoot video or something like that? Or? I, you know, I don't okay. know that. Right. But he's saying that the Jewish elite are reptilian and that uh, the Holocaust was overblown and uh, just bad stuff about the Holocaust, right? Jesus Christ. I, but I want this noted. My last, I want, my last name's Germany. I don't I want say it, that shit. I mean, if, if we're getting canceled, that's going to be the reason, Chris. <laughs> your, last, your very Irish last oh, man, name. I love my Jewish <laughs> brethren. <laughs> let, let me make this note. I, uh, I, I am of Jewish descent. I don't care. But I'm of Jewish descent. I don't go out. I don't go practice it. I, I don't give a shit. I'm more of an agnostic, atheist type of person um but what he said had me going who was bad huh well i'm not necessarily reptilian but i do have dry skin um <laughs> it's really hard for dan to hide his horns but 2010 2011 i remember specifically he and paul london were really big into weed they were they even admitted in a lot of interviews that they smoked pot a lot a lot all right and I can, under- I can understand being on pot and getting on the <laughs> internet and diving into conspiracy theories, okay. right? So, as someone of Jewish heritage, I can forgive Brian. I, I can forgive Brian Kendrick. I can be like, eh, you know, as long as he's sorry. And plus, this is like ten plus fucking years ago. He doesn't even remember it, and I'm sure he was just like, "Oh shit, yeah, I didn't mean any of that. I was." That was a big, yeah. that was a big weed, was weed era was for high. me, you know? So 30 minutes before the show, that comes out. Tony Khan announces that they've pulled him. And, uh, Jesus. Yeah, f- yeah he, got f- he got released by two of the biggest companies in 24 hours. See, here's, here's an issue. But I want to make this note. I want to make this note. When it. he got hired by WWE, this video didn't come out. Hmm. And that is the dangerous nature of so, this tribalism bullshit. So, do you think that uh, you, do you think that the boys over at uh, the WWE uh, put this out? Put, no. Do you I, think they? No. All right. No, because I have no evidence of that. But I can guarantee, goddamn, to you, it was a WWE fan, fan that put know. this out, and that's the danger of some this. dude that lives in his mom's basement. Absolutely, basement these motherfuckers that do wrestling TikToks—they're <laughs> out in their truck in their parking lot. Here's my theory. I'm thinking, I know what I'm talking about because my name says I know wrestling. I, there's one specific guy I fucking hate that every time. You? Every time he comes up on my fucking. You know, you can block him. See, here's the thing. I block him. No, no, no. No, no, no. So I block him, but I still see his shit. So when I block him, it means he can't commentate. He can't comment on my shit. But this dude sits out in his fucking truck because I'm sure his wife's had enough. So he sits out in his fucking truck and he said something to the effect where he had to apologize. But he's one of these people that immediately blamed Jeff Hardy when Jeff Hardy left, saying that Jeff Hardy was on drugs and shit. He's one of those people sitting right. out in his truck talking shit, doesn't know the fucking business. Yeah, right. A lot of these wrestling TikTokers, they don't know the fucking business. And it's not like I do. You're going to get I, us some trouble, aren't you? Dude? No, I don't get... From, from dudes that live in their mom's <laughs> basements? Fuck them. Look, w- look, I don't know the wrestling business, but guess what? I learn more and more each week because sure. I literally sit across the table from someone who's been in the business right. and shit. Right. And what pisses me off is that these wrestling TikTokers create these fucking 30, 60-second videos with their garbage-ass opinions they got from the fucking dirt sheets, and they have the nerve, the nerve! <laughs> 
the nerve. Dan's passionate about to this. Talk she to, don't their, know. to talk to their fucking audience like they're some fucking experts, you know? Right. And to fucking, anyway, and then to call it content. But anyway, Brian Kendrick, uh, uh, I'm sure Spanky. 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 I did not know Spanky you had. Man. I did not. I gave him, yeah. I did not know you. Had <laughs> kid was like, uh, Chris, uh, we gotta, we gotta give this kid a, a, a stage name. I'm like, call him Spanky. God, why did you think of Spanky? I don't know. I just like, you know, I grew up. I'm a Gen Xer. I grew up with the little uh, rascals and little shit. rascals and and you know, leave it to Beaver. It was either yeah. that or Lumpy. You know, he wouldn't have gone far with Lumpy. Right? Did you teach him the slice bread number two from the corner? All, I'll I'll tell you what. Everything that. Everything that is in his repertoire now, he came up with. Like, we taught him the basics of what the wrestling business was. Did he ever we, bring up how the Jewish elite were reptilian to you? Never, the, never mentioned it. Never mentioned it? How was he when he was young? Was he just like, just a regular kid? He was a good kid. kid. He yeah. was, a, you know, he was green and, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. But like, and, as a person, there wasn't... seemed like a good... Listen. No hints of... <laughs> <laughs> We were we were running the show at the NWA Southwest yeah. at the time. Kit and I were the bookers, and so um, we had so much on our plate. On top of that, is uh, you know, Kit was the head trainer of the wrestling school, and I would come in and be his assistant, and you know, we'd teach these kids the basics of the wrestling business, and we had some really good guys come out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I could I could name a, a shit ton of them that. That had really that did really well in the independent scene, but um, you know he was that kid wasn't t- taking no for an answer. Yeah. Like that's the reason that he, when it was shortly after, um, he got in the business that Shawn Michaels left the business and started the thing in San Antonio. When I was little, I wanted to go there, yeah, and I and wanted to be so, a wrestler. You know, he he knew. Glad I didn't. Here's the positive thing: the stuff that we taught him. In the wrestling business, which was the basics of the wrestling business, the way Kit and I both learned it. Now, I was trained by gentleman Chris Adams in world-class championship wrestling. We were? And, 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 and Kit was trained by uh, Killer Tim Brooks. Okay. And so, as far as basics and knowing the old-school way to do stuff, we that's the way we taught our our trainees. Yeah. And so, the positive thing is that when he went to San Antonio – to try out for Shawn Michaels, which is run by Rudy Boy Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when he went in there, he already knew enough. Yeah. They were like, oh, this kid's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, And they were very choosy fucking on who small they... world. It, they were very choosy on who they brought in. So... That's fucking... That's legendary. I mean... Had he not gotten in trouble, yeah, it's like we would have. I our, did not. Those, we would have. He did our, not get those opinions from me. By well, the way. I mean, you know, I didn't say he regard, did. I don't know why you're defensive. Regardless all of, of my old gimmick as a Nazi sympathizer. Well, all right. Well, there it went. <laughs> that was your old gimmick, wasn't it? Jesus fucking Christ, Chris. Uh, <laughs> You never know who's across the table from you, folks. <laughs> but no, but you're right. This the the but that's what cancel culture is. And they got Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, they got Whoopi Goldberg saying some shit. And here's the deal. You know, we got on the subject because of Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan said on his podcast this week, like with all this controversy over his, you know, past um, uh, 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 expressions, 
that he, you know, he said, listen, I love Whoopi Goldberg and she should not be, they shouldn't have fired her. Well, like, you want my perspective of it? That, and, and everybody makes fucking mistakes. No, you want my perspective on the Whoopi Goldberg thing? Yeah. I don't think she should have gotten punished because her direct statement was uh, the Holocaust wasn't about race. It was a man's inhumanity to man. towards man. Um, what people got to remember, and this is very, very important, if we're going to continue as a species on this planet, yeah. that we are exactly that. When it comes right down to it, we are a species. You can be of white skin color, brown skin color. Uh, you can be any kind of creed or everything. Sure. But everything after species is a construct. Right. So if you are offended by Whoopi Goldberg's comments, you take religion and heritage way too seriously. Yeah, and, 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 and I'll got, I got to, I don't know if you've seen... We're, we're, we are cavemen who figured out phones. That is what we are. <laughs> and and, and if, if you look at it in a, in a very short amount of time, by we the way... We did. We did. We wanted something. We invented uh, yeah, it. You yeah. know? Thank God for fucking mushrooms. Huh? Mm-hmm. Now, did she... Did, did her comment seem to downplay the whole basis of what the what caused the Holocaust? Sure. But it wasn't meant in a completely, like, insensitive or uh, pro-Nazi type of way. It was just how someone sees the human race versus how a, another group of people sees the human race. You know? Right. I mean, race is a construct. Well, it is something we invented to hold our traditions and our values of importance and it's it's really it's just all bullshit it's all bullshit it's uh and i have not seen the clips of joe rogan uh saying the n-word yeah i have not have you i mean i do remember so i do remember coming up in comedy clubs and stuff and being at open mics and having conversations like there would be comics that listens to rogan's podcast and i remember around like 2008 2009 was he like repeating? Was he like quoting songs? No. Or was he quoting uh, like uh, Django think, Unchained? Think, or you know what I'm saying? God, yeah. I don't want anybody to watch that right. movie. Wait no. till they find out Quentin Tarantino directed and <laughs> yeah. wrote those movies. Or or uh, I think or, or Blazing Saddles. I, if or I something. remember, if I remember correctly, I think most of the time that that the N word was brought up. On Joe Rogan's podcast, it was from a, a discussion about it. Gotcha. The import, like the the. But the point is, is that like at, a, a philosophical yeah. discussion. And, and I'm the kind of person that you, um, I agree with. Uh, you shouldn't just shouldn't say that word. If a group of people, if you a know, if a if a large majority I of mean, people, not unless you're in your car by yourself. <laughs> shut up, Chris. <laughs> I think if a large... God damn it. <laughs> I'm joking. I I'm think, joking. It's a joke. I think when it comes to that word, I don't say it. And I don't say it because there's a large majority of people that throughout our history have been called that word yeah. in a negative sense, as a demeaning sense, and they're still getting called that today. Uh-huh. And they are a group of people that have been marginalized and treated less than equal than other people of skin color okay. in this country and i'll just i'll just say this go ahead i'll say this <laughs> i and see every, it in your face <laughs> everybody listen real close i forgot what i was gonna say no i'm just good kidding. good <laughs> no. please please no forget. seriously like honestly i'm the kind of person that um all i can do is control me yeah you know what i'm saying yeah like, I, all i can do is control 
uh, me. And, 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 and I'll tell you this, I've learned as, as a guy who's been around the world that, and, and, and met people from all different, all different countries and all skin colors and, um, and beliefs and religions that assholes come in every shape, size, sure. color, and, 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 and you, it doesn't have to do with the color of their skin. It has to do with their personalities. Absolutely. And so, like, I like. But the the N word has never described a personality. The right. N word was just it was based generalized. on. I understand yeah, it that. Came and, from, and that's and all I can do is control me. Yeah. If I hear someone say, if I hear on a podcast, you know, someone with the color of my skin say the N word, I'm just going to stop listening to the podcast. Yeah, it's just. Uh, um, I'm just going to be like, well, no, I'm not. Well, I'm not listening to this. This is fucking bullshit. Well, you know? I, and we have to support uh, too. I think I'm a real advocate of free speech. And and that was another and, point I was going to bring up. And um, and that goes for for Joe Rogan, Whoopi Goldberg, or anybody else that has an opinion and then they want to state their opinion. Mm-hmm. So and and I don't I don't think that I, I'm not I don't promote hate speech, but I don't think that people should be um, punished or jailed or um, you know you should. You should give your opinion by how you uh, consume something. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the I'm the kind of person if I go to a restaurant and I don't get good service, I don't go back to that restaurant. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or if I go to a restaurant and there's not good food, I don't go back to that restaurant. It a restaurant I don't try and cancel the restaurant. A restaurant now it's possible, but like the restaurant would really have to piss you off for you to get a group of people together. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And so, um, but like I, we ran into this in the '90s. Because remember when South Park debuted? Sure. All right. And they're still offending people. They still are. But they're Love still South fucking Park. hilarious. It's so great. Twenty-five years. But uh, so I remember the big discussion about South Park, and the when the resp- the response to all the controversy was like, "Well, if you don't want to see it, turn it off. Don't watch right. it." And that was a good enough, see, back in the day, that was a good enough reason for just the situation to end. But now... Because we didn't have people on computers and exactly. basements. Now we have social right. media where the conversation can't where end. Everybody has a way to keep it going. Yes. Right. Everybody can just like, I-, I saw this one thing fucking today. Hold on. Holy I saw, shit. We got Dan riled up. Hold on. He's picking up the microphone. An hour before I... <laughs> oh, shit. An hour. Okay, so there's he's, this. He's not even drinking coffee, ladies. No, and gentlemen. I don't need. I just drink coffee because I like the way it tastes. <laughs> um, I saw this an hour before you got here. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching Hulu lately. No, but I there's haven't. this show called Pam and Tommy with Seth Rogen. Uh, Sebastian Stan from the Marvel movies plays Tommy Lee, and it is a docu series. It's basically a television show about what happened. It's kind of a mockumentary kind of thing. Not a mockumentary, yeah. like a TV show okay. that that reenacts the life of Pam and Tommy during the sex tape. All oh, right. Okay. Oh God. That you. notorious sex tape. Okay, I had right? seen that advertised, but I have not. Oh watched. my God! Is it's it good? so good. Okay. It's so good. And it's more along the lines, it's more from the, and this is something I didn't know, it's from the perspective of the guy who took the tape. 
and put it oh, out there. Oh, okay. I that's, mean, yeah, Pam and Tommy. That's a great are, angle. Yeah, Pam and Tommy are in it, but this is mostly about wh- how the situation occurred, what the internet was used for at that time, how little the internet was monitored. But yeah, I someone, remember that. That was back in. That's, that's when Kit and I were back in '99. Oh, when Kit and I were on the road. Yeah. All the time. Well, no, this was like '90, '96, '97, mid '90s. Probably right. Yeah. Um. So I saw a fucking editorial today. Uh, uh, I I think it's called the Daily Sue I don't know. It's some it's some it's some fucking some feminist website. Okay. Um, we sh- we should cancel that show because it's just re-traumatizing Pam. Please. Are you fucking kidding me? Do you want to know how that sex tape got out, Chris? Do you really want to know like the full story? Uh, I'm listening. Fucking Tommy Lee stiffed an electrician of twenty grand fucking kicked him out of his house and said, fuck you, I'm not paying you. That guy came back later, stole his safe because he felt he was owed money, and the sex tape happened to be in the safe, Mm -hmm. right? You watch this series, you'll just see that Pam and Tommy are just kind of fucking terrible fucking famous people. (laughs) Maybe not Pam, maybe not Pam Anderson, but she's with a fucking terrible dude. Yeah, right? the the Motley you, crew of the '90s you was something reap, special, man. You reap what you fucking <laughs> sow, and if anything, this TV show shows how it just got way out of hand, right? right for right. this guy who put out the sex tape, okay. it just got way out of hand. Well, the that show's sounds not interesting. Done. I would be, but it's I might just watch this. That. Oh no, we got to take it down because we it might re-traumatize Pam. Didn't fucking stop her from doing TV shows, from doing talk no, shows, she talking just about got it. more wealthy and got, more wealthy. Got and more fucking wealthy. more famous from it. She was on a fucking Comedy Central roast. She has no problem with people joking sure, about it. She right. has no problem talking about it. She has no problem with all the fame she got afterwards, She's despite fine. being on She's one of the fine. worst fucking television shows they watch. Yeah, ever made, and her lack of acting You're not talking skills. Talking about Home Improvement, are you? No, I'm not. Well, Home Improvement's kind of fucking terrible, too. <laughs> I've never understood family television in the 90s right. and why people were just into that shit. That's like, the only only thing we had to watch. When, my, when I had friends on Facebook excited for Fuller House, uh, I deleted them. Yeah, another good they show, weren't, Friends. No, uh, Friends is just fucking... <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have sex with that's that's right. that's the only reason you. people watched it. When are they gonna fuck each other? <laughs> that's when the only people. That's the and then they got and then the, whatever. Fuck friends. Anyway, so Fuller House, bring it full circle uh, to full. Uh, bring it full circle. Bob Saget passed away of a bump on the head, basically. Yes, yeah, so, brain bleed. So here's my theory. I don't know if you know this, but uh, that's why Liam Neeson's uh, wife died. Well, skiing accident. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a very minor bump on the head. She took a spill on, mm-hmm. on skis, bumped her head. They were like, ah, she's she'll be fine. Do you want to go to hospital? She's like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Listen, it happened to me this week. I slipped on the ice at work, took oh, a Jesus. pretty big bump. You know, like I haven't Chris, taken a bump this. like don't, that in don't, a long time. Don't do this to me, Chris. But, you know, you wipe yourself off and you get on with your day, right? Well, something I didn't know. The area between your skull and the top of your head can bleed, mm-hmm. like inside, and you don't fucking know. Yeah. So here's my theory. And I don't know if they said this during the autopsy, but I think he took a spill in the bathtub. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Listen, Bob, he probably hit Bob his head Sa- walking into a fucking comedy. Yeah, club. Bob Saget's a big guy. He yeah. was like close to six five, I think. He was a real tall guy. Yeah. And uh, and he had put on some weight in his older years. Well, you 60, know what I'm saying? 65 yeah, he years was 65, old. and so he put on some weight. And, and, and as a guy who's, who's a 
um, larger individual that sometimes you have balance issues as a big man. That top part of your body sure. gets a little out of control. So he Well, might, also, and you get weaker as yeah. you age. And so he might have taken a spill in the bathtub, hit his head, Maybe. and shook it off, yeah. and said, listen, I just need to get some sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you don't know when that shit's... Here, here's, Has here's, any wrestler died from that? Wow. I, I mean, I, I, know there's a, that, I know there's concussion issues. Well, here's the problem. Here's the issue is that when wrestlers, the first thing that we learn in wrestling is to how to take a bump and protect Without, your head. Yeah. It's a tech, Fall t- neck up. You tuck your chin. Tuck your chin. Tuck your chin in and you put your shoulders back and you put your elbows out and you take a, you, when you take a fall. Unless you're getting AJ Styles finishing move, then you want to raise your chin. Well, and, and there's there's things that you can't that can't be prevented. Yeah. But when you're doing that, it's conscious, you know, it's, it's subconscious. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's that, you know, when you take a fall after so many years, your chin just gets tucked in and your head doesn't hit the mat. Yeah. Cause now there's plenty of guys when they first get in the business, learn to take bumps, they're hitting their head because they don't know how to tuck their chin and keep their head off the mat. Yeah. But, well, you also, and you have to tuck your chin in a way that's not noticeable to the audience. Well, it, right? it, like well, you have to, it becomes second nature yeah. so that um, your body language doesn't look like you're just trying to protect your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and... Uh, Which, by the way, that's a fucking art form, by well, the way. And, and it's something that follows you, and it's probably one of the things that saved me when I took that spill on the ice. You week. tucked your chin. I'm sure I did, uh, and like, I wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't thinking about putting my elbows out and my shoulders back. Were you counting lights when you hit the Probably. ground? Probably. It was a pretty good spill. I'll counting be icicles. With you. Yes. I'd, like my glasses went one way and my phone went the other. <laughs> just a fucking yeah, mess. Yeah, I just kind of laid there on the ice for a minute. Like, what Anybody the fuck see just you? happened? No. Damn. I'm sure that the probably the grocery store has a great fucking uh, video of it on their videos. Oh, right they're now. watching it right now, just laughing. <laughs> Probably. Look at this big, fat pro-Nazi fuck. <laughs> hey, man. God damn. That was it. your gimmick, sir. <laughs> you can't bring it back. That is, <laughs> no, I can't. You can't bring Kurt Von Hausen back. <laughs> Kurt Von Hess. Kurt Von Hess. I'm sorry. I've got Dan Hausen in my head, because that's another big thing that happened. Uh, top independent star Dan Hausen has debuted in AEW. I guarantee you, you've never seen him, Chris. And if I showed him to you, you would hate him just as much as you do uh-huh. Orange Cassidy. Okay. Because this guy, his, I looked up, this guy was on Conan O'Brien's podcast, all right? Because this dude is just funny. But it's kind of like a, Misty described it very well. He looks like a, a, a Nosferatu, right? But he okay. talks like a Simpsons character. Jesus. All right? His big. What does this world come to? His man? character is like if Conan O'Brien is a demon. All, where did all the wrestlers oh, go? Oh, where did all the wrestlers That's the thing, go? though. He does wrestle, and he's a great wrestler. Uh, AEW just signed him while he has a broken leg, so he's just in segments right now until mm. he can wrestle. But his absolute big pickup. Another pickup uh, from AEW happened on Wednesday. Keith Lee yeah, our buddy from Keith, Houston. Keith Lee. Fucking in AEW now, also baby. Also trained by Killer Tim Brooks. Also trained by Killer Tim Brooks. And also one of Booker T's students. She had a tryout match against the TBS champion Jade Cargill. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's AQA Aqua, or maybe it's just AQA. I don't know. Hmm. But she had a tryout match with Jade Cargill. Uh, it wasn't a squash match. Okay. They let her do some offense, but they did okay. sign her. It's a big week for Texas wrestling, basically. There you go. Big week. 
uh, you just look defeated just, after hearing just, about Dan Housen. Uh, it just it breaks my heart. I sent you that picture of. Oh, so I couldn't get that picture because okay. I'm not a part of Cult of Kayfabe. Okay. And then I joined Cult of Kayfabe, and I read comments, and then I was like, I'm out of here. This place is just toxic wrestling fans yeah. is what this is. Uh, lots of misspellings and improper grammar. You know me. I'm a fucking smug bitch. <laughs> so I'm just like, I want to be a part of a wrestling group that's just as intelligent as you and I are. Oh, gotcha. You know, and there's just not many. There's... N- <laughs> So, uh, Lita and Becky Lynch are going to face each other in that uh, Saudi Arabia thing, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that's... that's. <laughs> can you understand why, no. why the sci-fi yeah. ratings were right. low? Jesus Christ. Um, but other than that, man, uh, not much going on in the world of professional wrestling. Other, you know. Well, I think it's... Um, I'm very, very... I saw some clips from Keith Lee's match. Yeah, he just and, fucking throwing uh, Isaiah Cassidy. Just, like, like uh, I knew... I've known Keith Lee for, almost from the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you, when you find somebody who's green in the business but has unbelievable athletic talent, mm-hmm. and, and, and Keith's a big man, and he doesn't... Uh, he doesn't uh, try and hide it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, no, it's it's like, in your yeah, face. Yeah, he's not. He's probably not uh, saying no to the red beans and rice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, he, it's part of his gimmick, and he's a strong guy, but he's unbelievably quick and athletic, and and we saw it from the beginning, and and so in fact, there's a a couple pictures on my. Uh, camera role of uh, my son and one of his friends when they were very young with Keith Lee. Because oh, wow. you get you get pictures with guys that you know are probably gonna make a real big mm-hmm. splash in this business. And so we we knew from the beginning Keith Lee's an unbelievable athlete. I don't know why WWE decided to fuck him up. And I don't know why they he was, couldn't he, they he, couldn't see his potential. I mean, you know no, we. Saying? I mean, they no, at, they that, saw it, and then they just balled it up. So you can't. That, that's a direct reflection of bad, uh, um, bad Made fucking it. talent management. Well, I think we brought and it up. I, I think we brought up the situation when he was released. But I remember tuning in because I think you had told me, "Hey, Keith Lee's on WWE now. Go watch him, or he's right. on NXT, or whatever." And he, he got, started out on NXT. He got to the main roster, and they were really building him. They mm-hmm. were really building him and during well, that pandemic was, era. The word was that uh, Vince loved him. Yeah, and then just all of a sudden, Vince just gets tired of the way the big guys, not just Keith Lee, but Braun Strowman and uh, uh, that dude that walks was walking around with AJ Styles, Omos, or whatever his name is, sent him back down to uh, the performance center. And get him back in shape. They, I, they wanted him to be. They wanted him to be big and lean. I guess I don't know. And then Keith well, Lee came back, a, and the momentum was dead. That's always been an issue with Vince. And, and, and then the, he tried to call him Bearcat or some stupid yeah, bullshit that's, like that's, that. That's that's so ridiculously old school. It's what Bearcat? Yeah, that's an old. That's 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 an old moniker for uh, for like African American wrestlers back in the day. They were like, oh Jesus! It was Vince. like Bearcat or uh, a freight train. You know what I'm saying? It yeah, like, they, I get you. you. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, so are you telling me that the idea from Vince's head 
was racially motivated. I well, I don't, I don't, I think they were looking for a new gimmick for him, but that's you know, like call him Bearcat. That's what we used to call. That's what we used to call them boys back in the day. It's like Jesus, Vince, or you know, (laughs) um, um, they used they used to used to be Sugar Bear or. You know Jeez. what I'm saying? It was it was Could people did, people didn't real people don't realize nowadays that some of those monikers racially that they, motivated. They were, were a little racially Could motivated. Could you imagine if because he showed of, back up on Raw was, as Sugar Bear? Right, Southern, <laughs> Sugar it was, Bear Keith Lee. It was a Southern wrestling thing. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't surprise me because you know Vince has said the N word on television before at a pay per view mm. to to John Cena, and then they walk away and Booger T. It's just like, tell me he didn't say that. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Vince would be like, yeah, let's call him Bearcat because that's what we used yeah. to call or, them wrestlers. Like, if you think of it, it's like a big black bear. Yeah, you know no, I get or you. You don't have to. I know, but it's, to me, like, like when I got in the business, like I saw that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I saw the the way that African American wrestlers were treated different, different, a little differently. You know what I'm saying? What's Some the worst? Big, what's the worst treatment you I'm ever just saw? Like. It's it's not that. If you don't want to name names, you don't you don't have to. I prefer you did, but like you know, what was the worst treatment well, you saw heard, of an African American wrestler? There's been there were there there were, and you've heard Teddy Long say it the way yeah. that he was treated by guys, friend of the show. Um, you know, guys that were in the Southern wrestling territories when he got in the business. You know, he started in uh, the NWA in mm-hmm. Georgia and the Mid Atlantic territories and. You know Jim Jim Crockett Promotions and and WCW and uh, you know it's like it was not something that um, was hid. You know, yeah. it, with people didn't like it was. You know, you have these. You have the majority of Southern, you know, top Southern wrestlers that didn't want to lose their spot to an athletic African American man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why it was such a big deal. Unless they were like, Rocky Johnson. Well, and not even <laughs> like kidding. he, like those guys in that era. You know, the early '80s really had to deal with that yeah, stuff. But I you know, that's why it was such a big deal when they put the belt on Ron Simmons mm-hmm. in WCW. That it was a big deal. For, you know, and he was a blue chipper from, you know, from Florida State. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been an athlete from the from. Doesn't he have Texas roots though? I'm um, not really. Or no, that's Bradshaw. Yeah, Bradshaw. Yeah, it's Bradshaw. So anyway, um, but regardless, it's just you know you see it, and and I think that's those kind of monikers. When I see that, I think. Do it's, you think it's there a little was, bit of a nudge, nudge, wink, wink kind of a thing? Do you ever think? Uh, uh, do you ever think you walked into a show and you got paid more than an African American wrestler? Nah, I never had that. You don't think so? I no, I don't. I really don't think so. I don't think that. Uh, I was in the era where they didn't give a shit about me or anybody else. They we all got paid like shit. Right? <laughs> we all got paid like shit. We all got paid fucking twenty five. You know, it's more like uh, your drawing power. You yeah. know, because I, I listen, I wrestled with guys like um, like Booker T, mm-hmm. and you know they were the Ebony Express at the time, and um, uh, you know I, guys like Iceman King Parsons were top of the, you know Iceman King Parsons was top of the billing. If he wasn't main, if he wasn't main event, he was semi main event yeah. on every show that I would work with him. So, you know, um, but it was it's drawing power. You know? Yeah. Like, I just can't believe that no one thought of like you like when when Bearcat was first discussed, 
I didn't see anyone on the internet fucking saying, hey, that's racially motivated. Yeah. I mean, I listen. I'm starting to think like some wrestling knowledge is fading away as as we as we're as the business continues. It to definitely evolve. is, definitely is. And if you don't have guys that see it and talk about it from yeah. the old days, that you know, I mean, sugar baby Keith Lee, I, it, it, dude, if he if that was goddamn. If that was a moniker. But no, Keith Lee had a great showing right. on AEW. Yeah, very, very strong. Here's my concern with AEW. All right? Now, I normally don't have concerns, but I think their roster might be getting too big. Well, we've had that discussion before. Have we had that discussion We've had that before? discussion of uh, it's going to get to a point where... You can't where sign everybody. Tony Khan has going to have to, like... You can't, you can't keep spending money yeah. and just have guys that are getting paid for no reason. Yeah. Like, you, if they're not I mean, drawn, you got to get rid of them. There's, there's been reasons why people are, are showing up. They, and I don't know if they're just... If some of these lower end talents, not the you know the top end talents are, you know obviously they're going to book them all the time. Yeah. But you know like Cody Rhodes and so on. So if that well, kind of that kind of uh, era of wrestler. Well, Joey Janela, uh, AEW superstar, was used a lot during the early days of AEW. He said in an interview that yeah, like I don't know what's going on. I, I'm getting a check from him. I've heard rumors that my contract is up April 30th, well, but I don't know what's going on. And there if, you go. If my contract doesn't get renewed, I look like a fucking idiot. Well, it looks Which, <laughs> you start bleeding money, and you gotta you know. I know some. You got to put the bandaid a bandaid on the fucking you know, bleeding. Uh, you know, Leo Rush, which was a major signing a couple months back, they did not renew his contract, and oh, you didn't hear what happened to him. So I guess it was. I don't want to say the name of the wrong company, um, but it was a it was a little indie show. Uh, the commentator Excalibur was there. Uh, some fans had thrown drinks into the ring during the match. Uh, I guess the heel got heat okay. or whatever. And then Leo Rush was trying a move. He slipped on the liquid and hurt his fucking knee, and now has medical bills he needs to pay for. Excalibur, the commentator for AEW, actually got in the ring and told the fans off. Um, that's uh, that is fan behavior at that point. That uh, sure. everyone needs to chill the fuck out. If don't throw shit into the ring. Right. Uh, the funniest. Actually, that reminds me of the story of Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. So he's in the ring. <laughs> thinking, thinking, thinking. He's in the ring. He's about to cut a promo in WCW with Gene Okerlund, and I think he's with maybe Sting and Luger. <laughs> and a bra, a bra hits the ring, and Gene Okerlund's like, ma'am, don't throw your bra in the ring. And Randy Savage grabs the microphone and goes, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, we have a congratulations to give out to a friend of the show, past guest. Gangrel got married recently. I saw that. Congratulations. Congratulations, Gangrel. Fanging and banging, singing and ringing. Singing and ringing. There we go for for a wedding. Uh, congratulations. Uh, we should, next time we have a chance, have him back on the show. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Ask him what it's like being married to a human. Because <laughs> he's a vampire. Because he's a vampire. Cause yeah, get he's it? a vampire. Get it? Because he's a vampire. Other than that... Um, Stand-up comedy-wise, we got the March 4th show, uh, Counting Lights Comedy Show with Jerry Wayne Longmire. Uh, what else we got coming up? Oh, WrestleMania Week's coming up here in Dallas. It is. We're going to be hitting some events, doing some 
uh, episodes from some of those shows. Uh, also going to be getting out more. Going to be bringing in more guests. Not going to give any details out yet, but we will be. Nothing confirmed, but we're working on it. You don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't fill them in. Kayfabe it. Don't oh, man. S- don't sell there it's we're we're ever we're open book here at the Counting Lights podcast. If you want to be on, just just hit us up. If you want us to come to your show and record an episode, email us at countinglightspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the socials, uh, Twitter at counting lights or counting underscore lights, Facebook, Facebook.com slash counting lights podcast, and we are gonna be coming soon to TikTok. So you wrestling TikTokers. That's what they tell me. That's that's what I tell Chris. Chris, we're getting. Oh, that's what Dan told me. We're we're getting on TikTok, and Chris is like, "I don't want to dance." No, I'm not going to make you dance. No, well, I want to dance. I'm, I might now that I know you're a good dancer. <laughs> I might just do it. But on our TikTok, we're going to have footage from our comedy shows, footage from our wrestling shows, and our next wrestling show. Do we have a date down yet? Uh, April thirtieth. April thirtieth. And uh, we can't confirm anybody yet? We can't confirm uh, working, a name? Working on the lineup right now, it's going to be at Oak Island's Brewery. Oak Island's Brewery. So we went, when we get a name, we will confirm it. Um, but yeah, check us out on social media. Keep an eye for our TikTok coming out. Buy tickets for our March 4th Buy show. Buy tickets for the March 4th show right now at oakhylandsbrewery.com. This is the Counting Lights Podcast. He's Chris Germany. That's Dan Danzy. And this is the Counting Lights Podcast, where comedy and wrestling lock up.